listening to the Washington Weekly Review. I'm the Southeast Iowa Union's Kaylin McCain. It's the week of January 15, 2022. Our local stories this week feature school dress code, an urban goat, and a new police officer in Washington. But first, a look at the big picture. Experts say farmland values are skyrocketing across the Midwest. Rachel Heller, a land consultant for Hertz Real Estate in Washington, said Iowa's prices had gone up 25% since early summer. Land values have gone up as of the most recent survey, 25%. It's rare to see this fast of an increase, you know, that much of an increase in that short of a time period. We've had, you know, generationally low interest rates. Money's relatively cheap to get right now. So there's a lot of, you know, guys are willing to get money to buy farms. Um, Combine that with the fact that there was a rally in commodity prices. So, you know, crop prices have been really good. So that just helps with buyers mindset. You know, they, they feel more confident about spending money when they know prices that they're getting for corn and soybeans are strong. There were also government payments to farmers. So overall, the situation for farmer buyers was really good. You know, they were really confident for a lot of those different reasons. Iowa Corn Growers Association President Lance Lillibridge said the trend was a mixed blessing for those in the industry. Depending on which side of it you're on, it's good or it's bad. I don't necessarily think it's a good thing long term. And the the reason I say that is because it is going to um, deter young folks from coming into the agricultural business of farming. Where I own land, I think it's great that my land's valued that high. But at the same time, it's very difficult, if not impossible, to expand my operation through the ownership of land. Lillibridge said the pattern became more worrying in the long run. Um, I would say that uh, it absolutely has the possibility to push things over the brink. Um, You know, there's a lot of guys that lived through the 80s and the farm crisis back then, and, you know, they're kind of thinking, this is a repeat of what happened back then, and and it just scares the the daylights out of them. It could be a big problem, um, Mm -hmm. but we don't know. I mean, it's no, it really has that crystal ball to to say. That's the big picture. We'll be back with the local news right after the break. Todd Hahn Construction is an award-winning custom home builder with a 28-year history in the greater Iowa City area. Todd Hahn Construction's goal is to build you the finest quality custom home while providing you with a positive experience along the way. It's one of the many reasons they've been named the Iowa City Area Home Builder of the Year time and time again. A custom home is more than just a house. It's the culmination of a dream and years of hard work. Todd Hahn Construction makes that dream come true by always putting you, the customer, first. For more information, go to ToddHahnConstruction.com. That's T-O-D-D-H-A-H-N Construction.com. The Washington School District will now allow students to wear hats and hoods after a unanimous school board vote Wednesday night. High school principal Teresa Beanblossom said it was time to lift the ban. Um, I found that in my work, education is not thwarted by wearing a hat, um, but our hat or a hood can enhance some students that need it and doesn't hurt the education of others if they have it. Curriculum director Vita Thode said removing the rules would improve attendance for some students. I will tell you that the RAP Center has had allowed hats for as long as I've been principal there, and the students are thrilled to have that opportunity to be able to wear hats. It seems like a small thing, but it's a big deal to some of the kids. So it's work, It works well out Middle school principal Kurt Mayer said the change would also accommodate the needs of some students with trauma and learning disabilities. They put up their hood 
um, they, they're able to filter out all the distractions and possibly some of the triggers around them. Um, so that they're, we have kids that are using it as a comfort. Um, they feel safe with it. Um, they're, you know, they're, they're using it as a coping strategy. Superintendent Willie Stone said the change reflected simple generational differences. Come to our, come to our basketball games. Yeah, I looked around the other night. There's probably just as many hats on as there's hats off. When I played, you know, people didn't wear hats. I mean, that was just, just didn't do it. And our society is changing. It doesn't necessarily always mean we have to change. But in this instance, if it's better, if it helps our students academically and gives them the ability to feel more comfortable, to me, it doesn't make sense to not change. The Washington City Council will hear more information Tuesday about a request to house a goat in city limits. While urban livestock are banned by city ordinance, Mayor Jaron Rosine said exceptions were possible. Dogs and cats are allowed in town. Livestock is not, unless by the express permission of council. Uh, Amanda has a goat in her yard in a dog kennel, and that has been referenced and uh, in violation of city code. So this request is for council to consider a special permission for this goat. Washington resident Amanda Pickering, who owns the goat, said it was therapeutic for her son. My son has um, ADHD and um, the goat became um, his companion since it's been three days old. Um, he bottle fed the goat. Um, it's trained just like a dog. It's actually helped him uh, want to work. He's um, staying out of trouble. We kind of got this goat when he got out of Four Oaks from behavioral and it became something that he was interested in. First thing we actually found for him to have an interest in to kind of keep his behaviors under control. Council member Steve Galt said he worried a positive decision would set a troubling precedent. I'm, I'm sorry that it's a uh support animal, I really am, but we're opening a can of worms that's never going to be closed if we do this. Council member Isla Ernest, however, said the city had made similar exceptions before. I think we're making a big deal out of a goat. We have, we have approved a pot-bellied pig at one time. Aaron Kephart is now the 12th officer of the Washington Police Department after a brief swearing-in ceremony Monday morning. Kephart said he was excited to start. I'm just grateful for the opportunity, and I look forward to serving the city of Washington and just becoming a member of the city as well. It helped after my brother came here. I learned a little bit more about the Washington Police Department and the opportunities that they have here, and I thought it would be a great opportunity to be part of, part of their department. Police Chief Jim Lester said the department was happy with its new officer. He was a, a great addition to our department. He's got lots of experience, 10 years of experience, a certified officer, and we're excited to uh, get him started and get him on the street. He'll be doing about four, week, four weeks of uh, field training officer stuff just to learn how we operate and getting to know people, and then we'll uh, turn him loose on his own. We're excited to have him. It's a great addition to our department, and we thank the the council and the mayor for allowing us to to add that position so that we can we can better serve the community and you know provide uh, even more public safety. Lester said the addition of a 12th officer would help relieve the often overworked department. It will provide us more more officers on the street. It will also help us uh, budgetary wise as far as cut back on some overtime and things like that. Give the officers the ability to you know take 
take some vacation without uh, having someone to come in on their days off to cover that and will allow some more flexibility within our schedule, which in turn puts more officers on the street. That's the local news. We'll be back with the best news I've heard all week right after this. Just a reminder, if you're interested in getting a message out to our listeners, you can give our office a call at 319-653-2191. Messages don't necessarily have to be ads. We'll also take birthday messages, anniversary announcements, and anything else you want our listeners to hear in 150 words or less. And now, the best news I've heard all week. For the 30th year in a row, the Washington Public Library is displaying an annual photo exhibit assembled by husband and wife Lyle Moen and Nancy Rash. Rash said the yearly tradition started as a way to share their hobbies with the world. We do not sell any photographs, but it's one way for us to share our love of being outdoors and hiking and going to the national parks and just being outside with other people. So he started the exhibit um, just with that idea in mind that we would share with other people, families, kids, individuals that want to come and, and view it. So we've been doing it for 30 years. Moen said a lot had changed in the three decades since their first gallery. When we did our first trip to Alaska, uh, we shipped 50 rolls of film out to the state of Washington to a, our hotel out there and uh, had to pick it up when we got to the hotel so we wouldn't have to ship it on the airplane and so forth. So that helped a lot. The quality of our images, I think, has improved um, not just because of digital, but because of, of experience over the 30 years, uh, understanding lighting quality and lighting direction and um, sharpness of image. The exhibit runs through the end of January at the Washington Public Library. Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is copyrighted property of the Southeast Iowa Union, which is owned by Gazette Communications Incorporated, a Foliance company. If you want us to read an ad or a message for you during the break, you can give our office a call at 319-653-2191. You can also support the show free of charge by sharing it with a friend or family member. We'd really appreciate you spreading the word. Special thanks to Todd Hahn Construction for supporting this week's episode. This has been the Washington Weekly Review, and I have been Kaylin McCain. Have a great week.